Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday we head into the lounge and you can complain about anything you'd like. That's right, my complaint queens. It's the place where nobody can say to you, but there's bigger issues. What are you complaining about? Don't you have bigger problems? No. These problems are the biggest problems today. For an hour, these problems matter. You matter. We matter. That's right. And I want you to keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Send it in. Title it Luxury Lounge. Put the So put Luxury Lounge. You have to put Luxury Lounge because that's the only way I'm going to read it. So title it Luxury Lounge. And then right next to it, I want you to put what the the theme is, the, the title. So Luxury Lounge. And this one, you know, I'm looking at one Luxury Lounge. Having a pool kind of sucks. Like, we're going to do that. I'm getting, That's what they call a tease in the business. So if you want your Luxury Lounge complaint read, and listen, I am getting so many of them. So we can't read them all. So if you want yours read, you can sign up for Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Guaranteed to get your Luxury Lounge complaint read there because I do a Patreon version of the Luxury Lounge every Wednesday in addition to all the things I'm doing here. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I'm also on the road again. On the road again. I never really left the road. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm, I'm out there, people. And I want you guys to come. Okay? Um, if you're listening right now, I'm going to be at Mohegan Sun. I'm going to be in Baltimore, Maryland, Chicago, Illinois, D.C., New York, Austin, Boston, Dallas, New Brunswick. Always more dates coming, but go to JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. I'm going to bring on today's guest. I'm excited to have him. I think he's going to be a great asset to this show. I think he's going to do great in the lounge. Um, welcome to the lounge. Hilarious comic. Tommy McNamara, thank you for coming on. Hello. My, I'm excited to be a complaint queen. This is very exciting for That's me. That's right. Everyone's a complaint queen. We all get to just scream from the rooftops all of our problems. Um, how? Listen, everyone needs to go follow Tommy because he's hilarious. I love uh, watching his stuff at Tommy McNamara. At, how do I say that? You, sometimes people have a name that's a tough one. Is that Tommy McNam? Yeah, so I, I botched my handle because my name's Tommy McNamara, and I just shortened it to be Tommy McNam, M-C-N-A-M, because I could get that username. But whenever I have to yeah. say it out loud, I just feel like an asshole. <laughs> like I, I mean, I'm, I'm tripping over it right now. Tommy McNam. This is McNam, my luxury yeah. complaint. My luxury complaint. <laughs> well, here's my luxury complaint, because I, I, I wanted to bring you on for this, because Tommy McNam, now that I've said it a few times, it works. There are some people whose... I only know like don't you do you know these people where you know them by their handle like I I like see them and I'm like that's that ha-. like and now I I say it a certain way in my head but it's not even the way their name is said a hundred I had that there was a guy who had the name Paul in his handle and his name was Justin and I always thought his name was Paul and it was Get like some here. weird it thing. is I was Paul like, now yes exactly. no his name is Paul. <laughs> Okay, that's bullshit. It's Paul now. If you give yourself yeah. like, you know, Dick Hammer 55, <laughs> you're now Dick Hammer. Okay, yeah. that's who you are to me. I, I can't be because we interact more with the online version of people than mm-hmm. we do the real life version of people. So I don't like when people are like, you know, like uh, there are some names that I read them and like the Paul one's good because it's like that should be your name now. The other one is like where you read it a certain way and you just know them as like a misread version of their name. But mm-hmm. it's just the way your head read it. And it's like I can't be alone. 
Yeah. Like we we all must be going through this. So and it's like and especially if someone has like an underscore, I'm reading the underscore. Your underscore. <laughs> That's part of your name. <laughs> so I'm happy to have you here. Even you know, now that I have your name, Tommy McNam on Instagram. Go follow Tommy. You also do I love your basketball tiktoks yes yeah <laughs> can you explain to people your bet i it is hilarious <laughs> i have a way of explaining it the way i see it but i'd love to hear you explain it we've never talked about this but i wanted to hear how you explain the basketball tiktoks well basically you know since i was a kid playing on the b team at my school i've always loved playing basketball so much and i've always known that i suck at it uh, but then I you don't suck, oh, though. I, I, I'm what? Well, I, I think that's maybe what you're going for is like, yeah. Yeah, OK, so go ahead. But yeah, so I just I just play all the time at the park and I just started filming myself like I'll either be like doing a half court shot, I'm just kind of talking shit, doing half court shot. Sometimes I'll just tape like real gameplay just to show it where I'm just like running around full speed. Now, I'm, a, I'm a pretty heavy guy. So people will just like be like, oh, my God, this guy is insane. And uh, well, that's my favorite part about it is that you're so cocky in them. And so it's so the funniest people sometimes are the ones that don't get the joke because I'm watching your video and it's it's like you like, you know, you'll you'll hit a swish and there'll be a video of you hitting the switch and you'll be like buckets yeah. and it'll be real cocky. <laughs> and then I and some of them like get viral. Some of them like take mm. off. And those comments are fucking hilarious. Like the, yes. the the guys that are just like, oh, good. Like that are like trying to like take you down a notch. Yeah, the best are the ones where they're trying to give me advice on my form, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I don't care. <laughs> they're like, oh, if you actually just straightened up your elbows, you'd actually. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking. I'm in honest. my I'm in my thirties at a basketball <laughs> yes. court that yeah. has no net. Like I <laughs> I. They, you know, this wasn't. I'm not working towards the, you know, my AAU tryout. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, the first one I did that went viral is like five years ago, where I was not trying to do this at all. I truly, a lot of people accuse this of being fake, but it really happened. Where I was just trying to shoot an over the back shot, mm. and I just shot it. And as I shot it, I just said, "What's up, bitch?" And I shot it, <laughs> and it came back, and it hit my phone out of my hand and broke my phone. And it really happened, just naturally. Oh my god! <laughs> and all these people were like, "This is staged." I'm like, "No, I can show you the phone screen." <laughs> like it was not. <laughs> I did not want to do this. But yeah. And Tommy might, if for the listeners at home, you'll see the video that we post on Instagram. But you might be the least what's up bitch looking person <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. So that's what makes all these videos so funny. Cause you're like, you're basically street balling and taking it super seriously. And just like, listen, there is nobody that gets a joke less than a TikTok commenter. Sometimes yes. they either, they either get it immediately or they don't get it at all. Like, mm. you know, like I, I yell at the bachelor and you'll have people that are like, well, they're trying to find love, sir. And you're like, okay, you, you don't get it. You, you don't get it at all. So are you Tommy McNam on, on TikTok as well? Oh, God. I don't even know. I think I might <laughs> just be Tommy McNam. See, this is how good I am at branding. I've you're really it killing it. Yeah. You came on really prepared. Well, I'll share the TikTok as well on my TikTok. Yeah, I appreciate so it. Go follow Tommy everywhere you can. And he has a podcast. And I was a guest on your podcast. Um, I guess it's out this week. So... Mm -hmm. The most recent episode, or maybe a week later. Yeah. Cause it, it, so the, the two episodes ago, I was the guest 
and I want you to explain. I want you to give your podcast because I want everyone to go follow it. It's a great idea. I loved going on. Tom Takar, who is also a guest on this show before, what it, explain your podcast. Yeah, so me and uh, Tom Takar host the show. It's called Stand By Your Band. And each week we have a comedian come on and they talk about a band that they love that they kind of get made fun of for, for liking or people just, you know, people are kind of embarrassed about. Like, we've done episodes mm-hmm. about like Maroon 5, Fish. Uh, you just did Dave Matthews Band, which was great. It's a classic yes. one. But yeah, but we've done a bunch of stuff. And it, yeah, it's just a fun way for people to just come on. And we usually just end up being like, oh, yeah, this band rules. Everyone's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I love the premise. Everyone go, go get subscribed to stand by your band it's every wednesday and you guys will love the show and especially i tell this to everybody who listens to this podcast like this is an you know use me as the aperitif to get into (laughs) their show because you know me so you'll have a familiar voice so i'm defending uh i'm standing by the dave matthews band and like to me, I'm not a music person. Like I even said to you guys, like I don't even know the names of songs. I just know I like that one. I like that. Like if I heard it, I would know it. And I, I the thing that I can't believe with music people, like serious music people, is they're like they'll look at a band that's popular and be like, it sucks. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not. It doesn't. You, <laughs> it, it legitimately doesn't. Like the the money's been spent. Like I don't understand. Like mm-hmm. we went through Dave Matthews Band songs and we were like. We found new ones. Like towards yeah. the end of the show, we found new ones that I'd never even heard before. Yeah, I, I, I kind of am on both sides, but we're like, I, I read Pitchfork every day. I'm really into like, you know, indie music and all that. But mm-hmm. I still like, I'm still not going to be like snobbish about like, oh, if a song's a banger, it's a banger. So I, I, I like both sides of it, you know. Yeah, I hear that, and and I think that's like, you know, the thing is, it's like, it. What happens is, and this happens with Dave Matthews, is like, you have to figure out. If the person you're with is a Dave Matthews friendly, like, you know, like, like if you're in a car ride, you're like, you mind if I put on the Dave Matthews station? Like my brother will listen to the Dave Matthews station and he knows I'm cool, but like, I'm sure he can't just throw that on. You're, you're inviting, you know, controversy. Oh, I mean, there's nothing more terrifying than having the aux cord with someone you're not fully (laughs) comfortable with and just like, oh my God, this could go so wrong at any moment. Well, that, that's my complaint is aux cord shamers it's mm-hmm. easy to be the critic this happens all the time someone gives you the aux cord wherever you are if you're at the party and i shy away from aux cords i see an aux cord and i treat it like a snake i just start <laughs> ducking it like it's a serpent just like a like a cobra but there are these people like but if someone's on the aux cord i go listen you took on a responsibility you took on uh, social embarrassment probably we're going to talk about you later. You are literally performing, and there's always that person that jumps in. They got to be like, who's on the aux cord? Whose playlist is this? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's like they don't even say it sucks right away. They have to go, whose is it? <laughs> you know, so the, even they're not bold enough to say it sucks. They got to mm-hmm. see. Whose is it to make sure the person isn't bigger than them or they won't be, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the person can't kick their ass or the person to see if they respect the person like that's why they're doing it. They're not doing it because they're like they're they're looking to see did I are is it okay for me to talk shit about this person in front of everyone at the party by, you know, by virtue of how they stand at the party. And if it's not, they back away. Who's whose playlist is? Oh, yours. Cool. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you were. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't realize you were into ABBA. Uh, Cool. 
<laughs> and then if it's someone that sucks, it's always about the person and not the mm-hmm. playlist. It's always 100%. like, and it's oh, if it's someone they know the group can talk shit about, they're like, look at look at Randy, throw all oh, Randy doesn't even know how to do a playlist, and it's like, <laughs> like let's I I think we have to respect, and this is my biggest issue. Respect the person who took on the responsibility. Respect the person that stepped up to the plate. Because if we all just sat there passing the ox cord around, we'd be sitting in silence. That's my luxury lounge complaint. Yeah, I am uh, a, I'm a big drunk, take the ox cord guy, but only when I'm drunk. If I'm not drunk enough, I'm not nowhere near it. But That's the thing. Uh, These yeah. people have put you in a position to need beer muscles to play <laughs> music to make people happy. Like, think about how insane that is. <laughs> That's true. So what I've done is I, I've when I'm sober, I like put together playlists that I think would be fun at a party so that mm-hmm. when I'm drunk, I don't even have to think about it. And I, just, <laughs> I have this pre-made playlist that drunk Tommy can play <laughs> that everyone will love. <laughs> I love that so much that you're an AA. What happened, Tommy? Well, I didn't have the courage to play the music I liked. And I was just drinking every day, creating playlists so that I was sober, creating playlists in the morning, drinking at night to be able to play the playlist. Like, that's so funny. Uh, Listen, everyone needs to go follow Tommy, Tommy McNamara, at Tommy McNam. He is going to be, okay, so I know we got a crowd in Chicago because we got shows that I'm going to be there um, in end of August, but Tommy's going to be there. He is a hometown kid from Chicago, my fa- one of my favorite cities in the country. You're going to be there September 14th at Zany's, the same place I'm playing. So everyone needs to go get those tickets immediately because Zany's sells out. So you got to go right now. It's September 14th. Go to Tommy's uh, Instagram at Tommy McNam. It's going to be the link there. What's your website? Uh, TommyMcNamara.com. I got that. Boom. Easy. <laughs> yeah. There we got that. <laughs> Still don't have the TikTok. We're waiting on that. But they, 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 no, listen. Go <laughs> TommyMcNamara.com. Go get those tickets. Tommy's hilarious. Uh, you're from Chicago. Do you do you? I, I I asked you to do a luxury lounge complaint. Hit the music. Let's get your luxury lounge complaint. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Uh, yeah, so this just happened to me the other day, and this is like a, a social complaint where I, w- I had a, someone stopped me on the street and started talking to me, and I didn't yeah. remember who it was. Uh, but I Horrible. kept the conversation going for a long time. Did we were- you, hold on, before we get into this, did you know, you saw them coming, was it, oh shit, I don't know who they are, or is it, I've gotten through conversations with them before with no name? Like, what was the, like, oh, how much yeah. did you know? It was the full, I don't, like, when it started, it was the full, I no idea who this is. By, oh, and then it. I started kind of coming to me, but I still couldn't place it. And I kept it, and this was like a long conversation. And I was, I was doing, I'm pretty good at this, where I kept it going for a long time without ever knowing who it was. And then finally, maybe 10 full minutes in, he goes, you don't know who I am, do you? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Hold do? on. Hold on. Hold on. So hold on. You're on the street. Yes. 
a random man just is like Tommy. Yes. Were they yeah. all pumped up? Like, uh, or was it like mm-hmm. Tommy? Like, no, how no. did it all start? All pumped up. Came in like with a bit, like, oh, you know, oh, Mister Comedian out here on the street, you know. <laughs> and, uh, oh my God! So yeah. he's coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. So there really yeah. isn't any time to like, especially here's here's like where I I, I totally agree with you. If they come in hot like that, Tommy, yeah. comic, whoa, great to see you. Yeah. They've already shamed you out of not knowing who they are. Like yes. they have assumed. So where did the conversation go before they called you out? What was the pinpoint that they were like, you don't know who I am? Well, so we were talking about my stuff for a while. Like, how's it been going? How was your quarantine? I, I was asking just kind of like vague questions because not knowing like what job, you know what I mean? And then yeah, you don't we know started- anything started talking about his job he's like well you know how it is and i'm like oh yeah man it's crazy in that industry (laughs) that you're in you know (laughs) you know how it is oh i know how it is my man oh and it's just every day with that stuff (laughs) just no details at all yeah (laughs) and i didn't know what it was but at some point he just like his eyes on he goes do you remember who i am and i i hate this that's what my complaint is but i i managed to do it where i was like of course I remember who you are. I didn't give in. I didn't take the oh, out. Oh, good. You you made him the evil. How could you? Yes. You, are you accusing? Are you serious? <laughs> and like, I've is, done uh, that before. Yeah. And I love that move. I've done that before with like, and, and it'll always end up being like a friend of a roommate or something where it's like, why would I know you? <laughs> you know what I mean? But, I know. Um, and then I feel like if you do that move, I've only had this like happen once before where someone's like, okay, what's my name? <laughs> and they like really I, call you out. Yeah. I mean, those, first of all, the person that says, you don't know who I am is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're an asshole because let it go. Let it go. Obviously, we are not going to be uh, dating anytime soon. We're not going to be at each other's weddings. <laughs> We're not going to be friends. This isn't, this isn't going to happen. What do, you, what do you want out of this at this point? You know this ain't working. It didn't yes. work before. It ain't working now. I'm lying to your face. Just let it go. The person that goes, well, why don't you tell me my name? It's like, mm-hmm. do you want me embarrassed? Do you want me to like kiss at your feet and apologize? <laughs> like, where do we go from here? That's my, yeah. my big concern. Mm-hmm. I one time, I think this is a great prank, but it is. So I agree with your luxury complaint. I mean, like 100%. I think anyone who asks you who... Especially when people go, hey, good to see you. Uh, you don't remember me, do you? And then you go, like, why would you do that? Like, I, yes. I, when I go up to someone, I am fully believing nobody remembers who I am. 100%. So you go up to So I let them off the hook. Hey, Tommy, it's me, Jared, remember, from the open mic 10 years ago. Like, I would do that for you. That's yeah. a favor. That's a good person. So there's a great prank that got played on me. And I will tell everyone it right now. I was walking to the Comedy Cellar, and I'll never forget it. Um, Keith Robinson, who's a hilarious comic, a legendary you know, Comedy Cellar guy. He's got Comedy Central specials, whatever. I like fucking with Keith, and Keith likes fucking with me. So he's sitting with a group of comics, and I go up, and I see him. I go, what's up, Keith? And then I look at the rest of the table that he's with, and I go, what's up, everybody? And he goes... And he go and he looks at one of the comics and he goes, "What's their name?" <laughs> and, I go, <laughs> and I go, "What?" And he knew I didn't know their name. He knew I gave a fake hello. So like I gave this kind of surface level hello. I knew Keith. 
knew of like I knew everyone at that table, but I didn't like as far as like knowing like like just being called. I wasn't prepared for the pop quiz that was coming. And Keith just looks at this one comic and goes, what's their name? And I was like, Keith, stop it. Stop it. He goes, you don't know their name. And I was like, Keith, you're crazy. And I just walked away. I just walked away. I gave up. I was what like, else can you do? Yeah. I cannot. And to this day, I see the same comic whose name he called me out on. I can't look them in the eye. I, I, I so can't. Funny. I'm so embarrassed. So, yeah, this is a, Tommy. We're pumped to have you at Tommy McNam. Go follow. Go follow the the podcast. Stand by your band. Go every Wednesday. I'm on the last episode. You can find it right now. September 14th at Zany's. Go, go, go. You ready to get into these complaints? Yeah, let's do it. OK, good. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Having a pool kind of sucks. Jared, love your podcast. Uh, my luxury lounge problem. I recently moved into a new apartment, and what I thought would be the best part about it was that my apartment complex has a pool. They recently renovated the pool, so it's beautiful and lights up blue at night, and it's heated and salt water. See, that's a good thing, too. Salt water pool, it's, that, that's a good thing. With my busy work schedule, I don't get to use the pool as much as I would like, but I do love having it. Yeah, you don't want – nobody wants a pool, but you want the option of pool. That having the option of pool, it's like extending your you, where you can live. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like you just – if you could wake up on a Saturday and you go, well, we can go to the grocery store. I can go to the gym. I could take a dip in the pool. Like you, you now have options. Like I, I have that problem in New York City where it's like – New York City, the options are coffee or beer. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. And on hot days, it gets me crazy. I have never lived anywhere that has a pool, and it's so nice being able to walk five steps out my door, go lay it out to tan, and get in the pool. However, for my problem, people now only use me for the pool. Oh man, I'm in grad school, and another girl in my program we've got, we we can call her Megan moved into my uh, to my apartment complex. We do not know each other very well, but we have a lot of mutual friends. There's also a rule at my pool that we are only allowed two guests at a time. I got a DM from another girl in my program who I know, but I would not consider as friends, asking if she can come over on Sunday to go to my pool. I mean, that's that's outrageous. What the fuck? She told me she heard from the other girl who lives there that we have a pool and she wants to go. I told her I was busy and she said she would just go with Megan instead. Now oh I'm annoyed God. because I did want to lay by the pool and read for an hour. But I told her I was busy because, yeah, now she can't even lie to this person. You Brutal. have to let people lie because mm-hmm. I don't want to hang out with people I'm not friends with just because she wants to use my pool. After she left the pool with Megan, now this person has to like search out, like sit in the bushes and wait for this person to leave the pool um after she left the pool with megan she sent me another message and said megan told me you guys are only allowed two guests each but i was thinking between the two of you maybe we can throw a small pool party next weekend this is insane what she is not the only one who has texted me specifically asking to use my pool and it's very annoying i'm not hosting a pool party for people i'm not even (laughs) friends with if you want to go to a pool so bad go rent your own apartment with a pool throw your own party (laughs) tommy what do you are they in a desert? Is that what's going on? <laughs> like, what? This pool seems like such a not like no one's ever heard of water before. I, I mean, it is a crazy ask. I can't believe that. Can you imagine being so ballsy? Because to go, hey, so I'll just be at the pool no matter what. Like, I'm not even asking. I'm telling. I see you got a pool. Now let me in the fucking pool. Like, you basically put in the position of having to end relationships is what yes. this person's doing. 
Like, it's not letting any relationship be a casual friendship. Now, that is one of the craziest things I've ever heard someone ask. Right? You. Yeah. That is wild. I mean, would you ever do such a thing? Like, I don't know anyone with a pool. Like, especially New York City, it's very tough. Like, I, I, I made an attempt, and this is going to sound, I mean, we're in the luxury lounge, so I can say whatever I want. I made an attempt to join the Soho House. And oh, this, yeah, was my, yeah. this was my big plan. I was like, I'm recently out of a relationship. I got a, a, I have this like little tiny studio apartment. I will create my own living room via the Soho house where they have a pool on the rooftop. And in my dreams, I was like, this is it. I'll be the guy. I'll be the guy that's there so much that they go, this guy's here all the time. <laughs> and now, and now I, Soho house has paused membership mm. because I'm, you applied. I, I actually think that's the case because I legit applied. A week later, I get an email coming for an interview. I'm like, oh, oh wow. I'm in. Game over. I'm good for the summer. This was like, this was like early June. And the guy sits with me and he's like, so what made you want to join the Soho House? And I was like, well, you know, I got this small apartment. I just moved out of a bigger apartment. I, I like, you know, I'm always wandering around the city during the summer. I'd like to be able to use the pool. Again, extend my living space. Mm -hmm. As I talked about in the beginning, the guy goes, okay, sounds great. Any other questions? And I was like, not really. And then four minutes later, I was done with the interview. <laughs> so I left that interview feeling like one of the rushes that like in Animal House that they like put in the room that weren't going to get in like I was like Bluto or not Bluto I was I was the the other fat kid you know I yeah, so yeah. I legit was like did he look at me and say uh-uh so then I emailed <laughs> like a week later being like hey man great meeting you just let me know when I'm in like because the whole Soho House thing is that you're like, they let in artists, quote unquote. Creatives, yeah. Creatives. So, and that's a very loose term. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, who's more creative than me? I'm putting out bachelorette content on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I go, hey, and he goes, we have paused membership. So now I'm in this position where anytime someone mentions Soho House, I can't stop myself from saying, yeah, I tried getting in. I don't know. They paused membership. And I think the person I tell this to, because every time they go, well, you know, if you want to come with me, you can come anytime. And it's like, I don't want to be anyone's guest. Mm -hmm. I want to show up alone. I want to stare at my phone. I don't want to have to look at you as your guest being like, hey, <laughs> thanks so much. What else can I do for you? Like, that's yeah. a bullshit position to be in. Mm-hmm. And well, maybe you shouldn't have told him you've been wandering around the city all day. <laughs> like this guy, I don't know what his deal is. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Roman. People, listen, we're out there now dating. You're out there. You're vaxxed. You're ready to go. You're meeting new people. We're out of the quarantine. We are ready to go. And whether you're married or jumping back into the dating pool when the moment comes, you want to be ready. How ready? Roman ready. To go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain now to talk to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Being Roman ready means being confident, knowing you can uh -huh, rise to the occasion. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. 
If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Hey, here, listen. I don't know. You might be dealing with this. It might be just one of those nights. It might be the alcohol, or it might be a real issue. This is an opportunity to go check that out. And if it is a real issue, then you can get a program that can help you with it so you don't get into these situations. Erectile dysfunction is a serious matter, and you want to take care of it. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain now. And if you're prescribed, get 50, 50, 50 50% off your first month of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain for 50% off your first month. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this summer. Roman ready. The JTrain podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. You know how people say that if you're doing public speaking, you're supposed to imagine everyone in their underwear? As if it's calming to imagine a room of strangers in their tidy whities MeUndies believes comfort is not a fantasy. That's why they make the softest undies in the most fun prints. When you're rocking MeUndies, you can take on anything. No imaginary half-naked strangers needed. I love MeUndies. You know what I love about them? It's the stuff you don't think about. Right now, you have an underwear drawer. It's holding your socks and underwear. I'm sure of it, okay? And there's front-of-the-rotation underwear, and there's back-of-the-rotation underwear. It's time, and these are the most comfortable underwear you'll ever put in your body. I'm wearing them now. It's time to take that back-of-the-rotation underwear, the one you avoid, the one you only put on when all the stuff is in the wash, throw it away. Add me undies to the rotation. Now, you got the back end of your rotation as good as the front end. Because and it's probably better. Miyundi's designs uh, limited edition prints all the time. Plus, that's fun. That's fun to like have this. Mo- you know, let's say you go home with someone, then you know you take off your pants. The big reveal is that you got these fun prints. That's great. You can express yourself every single day, building your undie collection and picking out which lucky pair gets to meet your butt. For the day has never been so fun. Choose prints with everything from corgis, chicken nuggets, your zodiac sign, goofy puns, and more. I mean, imagine having chicken nuggets on your on, on your underwear. Come on. MeUndies also releases collabs with some pretty big names like the Rolling Stones and Space Jam, A New Legacy. But you have to grab them fast because once they're gone, they're gone for good. Cue the saddest violin. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, get 15% off your first order and free shipping at MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. Questions. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain for 15% off and free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Here with Tommy McNamara at Tommy McNam. Go follow. He's got a show at Zany's September 14th. Go listen to Stand By Your Band. Okay. My luxury lounge complaint is that drivers for Uber or Uber Eats can never find my apartment. I live in a large apartment complex in a big city, but the complex has a parking lot that always has empty spots. I understand that drivers making a drop-off might be hesitant about getting a parking ticket, but if you're not an idiot, (laughs) okay, it would take no more than two minutes to get upstairs, drop off the food, get back down to the car. I get so irritated when Uber drivers call me and can't find the apartment complex because I'm like, don't you have the same map apps on your phone that I do? I've used a variety of map apps to get to my apartment and not once have they led me somewhere else. Thanks for the outlet to the voice this privileged complaint. Sincerely, I just want my $60 worth of Chinese food and to not be asked any questions. Tommy, do you relate to this issue? 
a hundred percent. There's nothing worse. Nothing worse than when you have to go to phone call with the driver. That's always like whenever you have to talk, it's just like, oh, this is not what I wanted from this <laughs> transaction. No, I, I, I don't want to help guide. Yeah. No, I wanted to receive my food like a rodent <laughs> under the cover of night. <laughs> and here is the bigger problem. Whenever they call you, you lose the map. So you can't even see where they are. So now we've gone from me watching you go the wrong direction to me hearing you describe the wrong direction. And it's like, just give me my fucking food, dude. No, and man, it just reminded me, I had the worst thing happen. I don't know if you've ever done this. Have you ever ordered Uber when you're at like a girlfriend's apartment or something Mm. and then you forget to reset the address? Has that ever happened to you? What do you mean? So that so I, I ordered food like at my girlfriend's apartment. Then like yeah. a week later, I'm at my apartment and I order food and I get the like, oh my we're God. outside and the food oh is God. at my girlfriend's apartment. That is the oh worst my feeling God. I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. That is. And it's and it's like there's a difference between food you'd order at your girlfriend's place and food you'd order alone <laughs> yeah. in the cover of night. The your girlfriend <laughs> is now receiving the real you. And that is that is. There is nothing worse than that. They're like, did you get um, – so so the Chinese food is for you, right? You got the fried rice and the chicken lo mein and the kung pao chicken and the dumplings and the soup <laughs> and the extra white rice on the side. And she's like – who got such an order? Like she's just horrified. It's like you. It'd almost be better if you were cheating than if this food was for one person. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you seeing? Who did you order the food for? Um, I have something horrible to tell you. I ordered it for me. Without there was no plan of leftovers. <laughs> yeah, one plastic fork and eighteen yeah. items. Yeah. <laughs> J Train Podcast at Gmail.com. J Trade Podcast at Gmail.com. Here with Tommy McNamara at Tommy McNam. I'm moving to NYC in three weeks. I just got a beautiful apartment in Nolita. Two thousand square feet, two bedrooms, one and a half bath, two living rooms, three fireplaces, and a private two thousand square foot terrace. Who is this? Is this Bezos? <laughs> it's it's a lot to decorate, but it's fu- been fun to make my the place my own. What would really put it over the top would be a hot tub on the terrace, which also functions as the roof for part of the building. I am now being told that the roof will not sustain an additional 2,300 pounds. Of course, I am sensitive to building collapses, especially as of late, but damn, I want the hot tub. By the way, you're welcome anytime, bro. Well, thank you. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> uh, listen, he's in the lounge. You can say whatever. How do you feel about this, Tommy? I mean, yeah, I think we all want a hot tub on our roof. You know, I think this is a problem <laughs> that most people have because it's tough. You know, here's the problem. And I totally, you know, you don't expect to have anything go. When you have an apartment. That is in 2,000 square feet, two bedrooms, one and a half bath, two living rooms, three fireplaces, 2,000 square foot terrace. You you start dreaming from there. So you're in, oh, you know what I could do with the terrace? I'll put a hot tub on there. And in your mind, who would ever say no to you? You live in a world where you live in a two living room apartment in New York City. (laughs) Who has ever said no to you? Who in the world... 
Who has ever said to you, in, in, in what world does that apartment have weight restrictions for its terrace? <laughs> so the real issue here is that he has dreamed up, he has dreamt up an apartment with a pot tub, and now he has to roll it back. And now anytime he wants to go out and get, you know, anytime he's at night and it's a cool night and he's like, how great would a hot tub be? He's got to be reminded that he was this close. Also, if you want a hot tub, there's no sub, there's no like above ground hot tub. There's no like equivalent you can get. <laughs> you yeah. The, the bath isn't going to do it's it. It's not the same. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't get in the bath and take a straw and start blowing and be like, yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it's, yeah, this isn't, <laughs> there isn't. You're totally right. The the, yeah. the the drop off from hot tub on a on a on a on a private terrace to um you know outdoor shower is like way <laughs> yes. down the line. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com here with Tommy McNamara. At Tommy McNam. Okay. Jared, thank you for making the luxury lounge part of the regular rotation. I love it. I'm not sure if this is a major problem for you in New York City, but here's my Midwestern suburb luxury-ish complaint. Well, I'm here with a son of the Midwest. It's true. I think we can figure this out. Buying on Amazon has become a part of our lives in a major way. And with all that purchasing comes the inevitable need to return an item now and again. You used to be able to print a return label and mail your return back to Amazon, like most other online retailers in the world. But instead, now Amazon has you dropping off your order at Kohl's, Whole Foods, Amazon Locker, or UPS Store. These are equally all... These are all equally terrible options. <laughs> the Whole Foods and Amazon lockers are few and far between where I live and would cause me to have to drive far out of my way. But believe it or not, there are three Kohl's locations near me, so that is better. But it's still a huge hassle. I actually believe that there are three Kohl's near you in the Midwest. <laughs> I actually, that's the most believable part of this email. The Kohl's per capita in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of control. It's crazy. Um, I have to drive there, park, walk all the way back to the store, and then without fail, there's always someone in the front in front of me who has never heard of the Amazon app and has no idea if they need to show the counter representative the barcode associated with the return. The poor worker will then have to look at their phone for them and ha- and help them process the return while multiple people are just forced to stand there and wait. It's not an Amazon store. The person behind the counter can't just look up your order for you. You're supposed to come prepared, show the barcode, hand them the item, unbox and get the hell out of the way i have no reason to ever be in a coles if not for their bizarre <laughs> partnership with amazon however i feel like i've been there for a combined total of a few hours this year dealing with returns why can't we just print labels and throw them in the mail like we used to aren't we all shopping online in the first place because we don't want to have to leave our houses what do you think uh i sympathize but i i'm the type of person where i will not return anything even if they mess it up even if it's not my side it doesn't fit if it's bad food i won't i'm just afraid to return anything i'll just like i'll eat it i'll live with it it's fine it's really funny you say that because this is sent from a woman i think that is women are always returning something they are pro returners Mm -hmm. i have a theory that a lot of men are like you and like myself where we just get something we go i tried that's yes. it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over. And they're I right. Am. If it's, they're like, right. it's the wrong thing, yeah, return it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're not Get your money your back. Phases. But yeah. I start doing like the, it's 20 bucks, whatever. Yeah. I I also, um, you know, the return stuff, 
This is interesting to me because it shows you how much power Amazon has. Amazon went against the regular, normal consumer thing. This person's right. We order online to not leave the house. But Amazon has such a lion's share, such a control over us that they're like, oh, you want to return it? Well, 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 you're dealing with Amazon now. Go shop on the other online retailer with a perfect system and a perfect app. Oh, you can't do it? We're too big? Go go on the other retailer that gets it to you within two hours of your yeah. tapping on your phone. And it's like they are, they Amazon has us by the balls. Mm-hmm. That's really the problem. And this is the problem with monopolies. This is happening right now with Ubers. Ubers, lifts are way more expensive than they yeah. used to be. I read an article. They basically were underpricing the taxi cabs on purpose so that they could put the taxi cabs out of business so that when they were gone, they could go, oh, you need a ride? Well, sorry, you're going to have to pay up. And it's like we're all stuck here now because we've gotten used to it. And they say this is a weird partnership with Kohl's. Kohl's (laughs) is in the same position as us. Kohl's, nobody wants to walk in their store anymore. The only way to get people to walk in is to make this weird partnership with Amazon. Amazon is treating them like a dominatrix. They're like, yeah, you want to fuck with me? They spit on them. They're like, "Take take our old shit that no one wants. You want people to walk in your store? Okay. We'll set up a counter for people to drop off their old shit that didn't work. I wonder then if we'll let people walk like, in. Uh, I wonder if they're banking on that. They're like, look, no one's going to return anything. No one wants to be seen at a Kohl's. So <laughs> everyone's just going to keep their shit. We'll be fine. Well, I heard from someone. I can't remember who told me this, but they say on a weekly basis, and this might be the savior for people. They told me on a weekly basis they call Amazon and tell them the stuff never came. And it works. And and it works. And Amazon, because they're such a big company, they just go, they just go, we'll just give you back the money. Oh, and they wow. say they do that weekly. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's crazy you're doing yeah. that weekly because at some point you would think they would have a, a, a dossier on you. That you'd, you'd have a ledger sheet of how many times you've done this. But I don't want too many people doing this because maybe they would take away that perk. But I think this person – Maybe uh, maybe a couple trips to Kohl's will be taken away if you just call and let them know it didn't show. That it was stolen idea. off my porch. Yeah. The only time I've ever done that was I, I had rented a, a foldable, like portable beer pong table uh, okay. <laughs> when I was in college. And it showed up at the house when I wasn't there. And my parents thought it was my sister's. So they like got all mad at her, threw it away. So I called <laughs> and they sent another one. And my really? sister sees it and she's like, what the? Like there's another beer pong table here. <laughs> Who's messing with me? Who wants me in trouble with my family? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but then I just got to keep that one. My parents never saw it, so it worked out that, great. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Do you still have the table? No, I think <laughs> I don't know, that didn't make <laughs> no, the I'm move to New York. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't put it on your 2,000 square foot <laughs> porch? I'll put, it, I'll put it on the terrace, yeah. <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Tommy McNamara at Tommy Mac- McNam on Instagram go follow go follow go follow Luxury Lounge hey Jared Feather Feather long time listener saw you at the Punchline in Atlanta a few months ago my boyfriend almost choked to death laughing so hard thank you thank you for making my weekly work travel far more entertaining here is my luxury complaint When my boyfriend and I go out of town, we usually stay at some pretty fancy hotels, which also tend to feature 
pocket doors for the bathroom that do not lock. Okay, if you're familiar with the pocket door, I am. It's the door that slides out of the wall. So the problem with the pocket door is it has a very bad locking system. It'll be this like flimsy, tiny little turn thing, and sometimes it hitches, and it's a hitch. So it has to hitch on the inside. Sometimes it hitches, sometimes it doesn't. So I, I, I already know the problem that we're dealing with. Um, the pocket door is for the bathroom that does not lock. Like a lot of women, I get constipated when I travel. Hold on. I didn't know that was an issue for a lot of women. Me neither. I've noticed that about women I have been with on traveling, but I didn't know that was a big thing for a lot of women. Yeah, I feel like I've never heard that before. I feel like I have the opposite problem because I'm just oh, eating a bunch of no, shitty food I, I, when I travel. <laughs> listen, I have gone. There are some places like I can't. It, I can't go back to New Orleans. <laughs> I, I I am in New Orleans. I there's I'm either drinking, eating, or shitting the whole time in New Orleans. There's no. I get constipated when I travel, and it doesn't help at all that I can't relax on the toilet in the room with him. I can't cut on the shower and hide what I'm doing because there is a possibility he would come in to join me in the shower and find me pushing one out on the potty. I feel like a lock on the bathroom door would be should be included in the fancy price. Thank you for all you do. I want to poop in peace. What do you, I totally agree with this complaint, mm-hmm. and, and it's the pocket door is the issue. Yeah, and I didn't know what pocket door meant, but then I explained. I'm like, oh, those locks never work. I know exactly never. what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think because I, I do the same thing sometimes when I'm like with a with a girlfriend or whatever, where I, I always run the sink. But there's only yeah. so long you could be reasonably running a sink. <laughs> totally, it's not constipation length. You know, no, and in constipation length. That is a you know you're in there trying to like work on shit. You're trying mm-hmm. to get stuff out. I. What I would say to this person, like, how do you go about I, – you got to figure out a cute way. Here's what here, – the solution to this is communication with your boyfriend. Be, and you got to figure out a cute way between you two that it can be fun and it's not too much to be like, I'm taking a dump. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm taking a dump is not the answer. That quote no. is not the one. <laughs> That's not it. But what I would say to this person is you got to find a way that like there's got to be an an inside joke that can get you guys get you guys there, you know, and I don't know if we find another name for poop or we say I'm going to go I, I got to make a furry. I don't know what you do. <laughs> I, I don't. Not that either. <laughs> Not that either. I, listen, we write to edit. We got to figure this out. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. There's nothing like a summer night. I love a summer night. And now it's start, you can feel it. It's starting to get cooler. It's starting to get nicer. It's starting to get, hey, let's stay out a little longer. Oh, a beer, cold beer, hot summer night, just that nice little kiss of wind. And there's nothing like a fire in a solo stove, a gorgeously crafted stainless steel fire pit that is completely smokeless. I love a solo stove because it extends your living space, okay? It is a great way to take a portion of your yard that you never used and you can use it. It's a great way to take, you know, and it can go anywhere. You can put it on a roof deck, you can put it on a you can put it on the deck, you can and it's just a great way to take something a part of your living space that you weren't really using and use it. So 
Start a roaring blaze quickly and skip the cleanup. Solo stove has special vents that regulate airflow and burns wood more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. Breathe in the moment, not the fumes. You don't walk away smelling like a campfire. From camp stoves to backyard bonfires, Solo stove products are portable and built to last. Portable is important. You don't think of that. Going to the beach, bring the bring the solo stove. Solo stove is confident they'll give you a lifetime warranty and free thirty day returns. No one needs a reason to gather around the fire. Solo stove just took away any reason not to. And now you can get ten, 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 ten dollars off when you use promo code J Train, J Train, J Train at checkout. Just go to solostove.com. And remember, you can get ten dollars off when you use promo code J Train. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with Tommy McNamara. Stand by your band. That is yes. his podcast. Go listen. I am a guest on it. You're going to love it. Luxury Lounge. Birthday yacht charter can't fit enough people. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Jared, Patreon member here. Thank you for all the content making me laugh during my boring desk job. My luxury complaint is that I have some extra money to burn and a deep need for thrills after quarantine. So I wanted to charter a yacht for my 26th birthday. I was willing to pony up a couple thousand, but all the yachts online have a maximum day capacities around only 12. This does not jive with my mental picture of music videos and movie yachts packed to the brim and cruising around Miami. I know this is a party none of my friends would would flake on, and most likely they'd even ask if their significant others could join. Now I either have to get the ugly pontoon boat which doesn't have the same vibes or i have a couple months left to hang outside a yacht club to meet an oldie with a party yacht so what do we think so they their issue is that they can only get 12 people onto the yacht that they can afford i guess yeah that i mean that pisses me off that it's 12 people because i have the same mental picture of like wolf of wall street or like, yeah. like there's like you know 50 people 49 of them are women and it's like yes i'm picturing something <laughs> not the 12 or like six guys and their girlfriends is not what i'm picturing when i think running a yacht so i feel for no. it. this sucks this sucks and you know the, the i the the problem is their expectations, and you have to do the thing where you go, would I rather have 12 people, 11 of my best friends having a great day, or a wild fuck fest that could come from it? <laughs> a pontoon orgy that you could be having. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, yeah. Like, so, I, and I'm trying to think of what I would want, and- you know, I'm 36. This person's 26. My needs are different than theirs. At 36, 12 is enough for me. I don't even think I could find 11 friends at this <laughs> part of life. Like, I think I'd be selling seats. Just get a football team. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just get a whole, the whole offense, the whole offense is coming. Plus me. I, I, so I feel for this person, but I think what they need to do, if I could offer some advice, I think what they need to do they have some extra cash. You go pontoon boat. You go pontoon and you open it up so that no and you say BYO. So now you got and and you got one person that's the aux cable person that we discussed before. And you go BYO. Now if the boat is paid for, the craziness will come. I yes. think that's what they said in the in Field of Dreams. <laughs> Field of Dreams, yeah. So I if the boat is so I think if you're paying for the boat and you go come one come all that will get you the thing you envisioned minus gorgeous boat which 
after the first hour, gorgeous boat doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, you don't care. You know, every boat smells like shit after an hour. Yes. So I would say to this person, pontoon for the craziness because you're not going to – no one's going to do this past the age of 30. Mm-hmm. You don't get – you might be on a boat past the age of 30, but it ain't going to be crazy. You're not going to be Wolf of Wall Street most likely. Yes. Yeah, 12 people you could have done during quarantine. <laughs> you know, no. like If you want to do like the big post-quarantine thrills, then you got to go bigger. Yeah. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Send in your luxury lounge issue. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give me the title of the of the email. I got one right here. Luxury Lounge being a CEO of a successful company. I love this. I've been listening to these episodes lately and they are so fun to listen to because I legit can't talk about certain things for fear of sounding like a female douche canoe. Well, <laughs> welcome to the to the douche canoe lair. My luxury lounge issue is that I run a successful woman's apparel store. I'm opening my first brick and mortar, and I don't feel like I have many people to talk about it, to talk to about it. I don't know why, but my butthole clenches when someone asks what I do for a living because I am so uncomfortable being like I own, I run, I'm the CEO of clothing store. I don't know why I fucking worked hard to get where I am and also never asked for help. I legit have back issues from when I used to screen print in my dad's kitchen. I was a one-woman show. Now I have a staff to help me, and I sometimes feel guilty for my success in talking about it because I feel like I'm bragging. Also, being successful is a great way to lose friends. Anyways, love your podcast. It helps my workday feel less stressful and keeps my butthole from clenching. Thanks. So... I I totally understand what this person's saying. You don't want to speak out of turn. You don't want to let you know. You don't want to sound like you're bragging. If you you know, what do you do? Well, I own. Uh, how would you? What do you think about this, Tommy? And can you relate? And what would you advise? Yeah, I think I I totally. And she shouldn't have to feel ashamed about it. But I get why she does because people like prickle up when they hear hear certain terms. And especially, sure. I feel like you have to. Yeah, I feel like own is fine. I feel like I have a business is fine. I think people just when they hear CEO, then they get a little like, oh, like, it's CEO, like the letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> CEO, it, you have to be a publicly traded company for me mm-hmm. to go for me to buy it that i think you're right the languaging is important here i and i'm not l- 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 we're not saying we care we're just saying i can tell her how people are interpreting you when you say i'm the ceo of my what you say of a woman's apparel store i would say you own a store <laughs> like, yes, like, and I'm sure that it is like it is more involved. It sounds like it sounds like there's like a big online business, and sure. staff and everything. So it's like it's definitely factually correct. You are the CEO, but just yeah, if you don't want to get the look, then yeah, just yeah. don't use the letters. That's what there's a difference. Between, you listen, you can want to be factual or you can want to be um, presentable. You know, those are you know some things are just not edible for people. Like you know, I give dating advice all the time. I I can't say things in a way that aren't edible because I would be the asshole. Yeah, that guy's trying to fuck you. Sounds really bad. (laughs) You know? So I would say the same thing to this person. CEO, you got to get rid of that. Um, I own own a women's apparel store. Great. Love it. Yeah. Um, I run a, you know, uh, a, I actually own a female clothing line. That's great too, great. because now you're talking about clothing line. It's not just the store; it's a it's a whole thing. Um, I would also say, 
and this is the problem. This is going to sound really bad, and I we're two straight white men talking about this, but I, I this is going to sound bad. But I, I will say, sometimes when if you do like I, she she made a point of like making sure we all knew she was female. When you do like I sometimes someone wrote me they're like they're like would you like to be a part of a woman owned business I'm like is it a business I like is it good I don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes it feels like you're trying to get the Instagram likes along with mm. what you're talking about and it's like listen you could say uh, someone's rightful response would be like well you got to get over yourself Jared well maybe you have a problem yeah I think a lot of people have a problem like me so I would say <laughs> It sometimes sounds like you're trying to let me know how good of a person you are or, how, or the amount of struggle you came through just by virtue of whatever you're talking about. So if you say I own a, I own a women's clothing line, I go, great. And it, or, but if you change it to I am the first woman <laughs> to ever start and run a female-owned business – of women with long brunette hair. You start to go, okay, enough already. Okay, okay, I get it. You know, they're like, and here's my 23 and me, and I have origins in Argentina, and no Argentinian woman has ever, you know, it's like, oh, I'm exhausted. No, I, do you I know do, what I'm talking about? I do. I do hope it gets to hair color. <laughs> Just like the first redhead owned <laughs> sports card store. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> The first ever. Yeah, and it's always just like, you know, again, CEO feels like you're, feels, and I'm just telling you the feeling, and I think Tommy's right. CEO feels like you're trying to let me know something. Owning doesn't really feel that way. Yeah, and it's still the same fact and still true, but yeah, just for, for other people's sake when they get all judgy and weird. The, yeah. This all started when Tom started. Tom's was the shoe oh, company yeah. that also gives to people without shoes. Mm -hmm. And then every company on Shark Tank was like, we are the first we are the first wallet company that also puts $20 into a wallet and gives it to every homeless person <laughs> if we sell a million dollars. And it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when, oh, yeah. I was going to say, when you buy a vape, we give a vape to a small child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a young tanner will be able to vape outside of anywhere he'd like. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at Juma.com. JTrainPodcast at Juma.com. Here with Tommy McNamara. Luxury Lounge. Boston Bagels. Well, I am from the Boston area. I am from outside of Boston. Let's hear it. Feather Feather, thank you for doing the Lord's work, opening up the lounge for us. Now let's get to my complaint. First and foremost, I must add that this is not a normal occurrence for me as I, am as I usually am not a fan of Dunkin' Donuts bagels. Okay, here we go. Although, when I am in a pinch and need some bread to soak up a hangover, I have stopped at Dunk's drive through out of desperation. Tommy McNamara, have you had a Dunkin' Donuts um, bagel sandwich? Yes, I'm a big Dunkin' guy, so I've had pretty much everything on the menu, I would say. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I have had, I, I have as well. Um, I do like Dunkin' Donuts. I actually think... The bagel sandwich can get me through. Like, I've had it and been okay with it. 
My complaint is the way the bagels are toasted when ordered on the Dunkin' Donuts app versus when you order a bagel in person. On the app, you are able to choose plain, toasted lightly, or toasted dark. I like my bagels toasted more dark than light, so I always pick this option. This is usually fine, but when I order through the the drive-thru, I always ask for toasted extra dark, and it makes no difference. I... I I totally understand. Yeah, this is a this is a game of telephone at that point. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, every single time the bagel comes out doughy and barely toasted. I don't understand what the difference the employee sees when toasting the bagel ordered through the app or the drive-through. I can tell you right now what they see. I try to be a healthier eater, but yes, when I do want to the occasional bagel, I want it to be toasted to my liking with the appropriate amount of cream cheese. But that's another story. Best long-term luxury listener. This is a this is a fair complaint. Yeah. Totally. I, I, there's nothing worse when, when you have to like, cause it's happened before. So you have to like really specify like, and I want it to, mm. and you feel like an asshole where you're like, I want it toasted dark, but it never happens. I, I especially yeah. at Duncan. I feel, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan is a tough place to really come in with a specific order. Yes. Because you know, I, so first of all, the reason this is happening is it's different than when it's written than when it's said, when it's written, that is like a contract. They see dark toasted. They see it. They got to do it. When you're coming in over the, you know, the speaker, welcome to Duncan, and they can, you can barely hear them. You're like, and I want it, you know, toasted darkly, and they're like, you want to toast, you know, like, and you just don't hear anything. Yeah, the Charles Barkley. Did you say? Yeah, like what? Yeah, like they they don't know anything. So that's a problem. I'm a person who when I get an iced coffee, I like a lot of ice in my iced coffee. Mm-hmm. So when you try to order Dunkin' Donuts, a place where they're just like iced coffee or no iced coffee, what do you want? Yeah. And then you're telling the person that's worked there like for five minutes, you're like, well, can I have like a little more ice? They're like, what? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. They just want you to stop talking as quickly as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so every they, extra word is like a dagger. Totally. And every extra like and, and, you know, the other thing that happens to me at Dunkin Donuts a lot is I don't like I like my coffee black. I like it black, but with hazelnut, uh, two pumps of uh, sugar free hazelnut. Mm-hmm. They have two different types of flavoring. They have the one that has milk in it and the one that has is just the ah. chemicals. I want the chemicals. I don't want the milk. So <laughs> I get in the situation where like half the time I'm just getting the wrong coffee and then you got to send it back and they look at you like. You're at a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, that, diva. That, 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 yeah. You, what are you? What are you expecting here? So I understand the the biggest problem for them is they actually shouldn't do the drive-through. They should go into the store because this extra layer of going through the speakerphone it ain't gonna work. Any any time you can do the app, that is just a hundred percent better. Totally. Jtrainpodcast at gmail dot com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail dot com. Let's do one more. Is that okay, Tom? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go go follow Tommy at Tommy McNamara. Go uh, Tommy Mac- McNam. Go follow. <laughs> go follow. Um, hold on one second. Okay. Okay. Luxury Lounge, Miami Beach edition. Jared, thanks for getting back to me on IG. Sorry for getting this in late. Well, I didn't remember. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bachelor party I've been trying to plan for a four-day weekend in January. Wedding in May. I've been looking at things to do and don't want to go too crazy. Horse races, beaches, maybe a heat game. 
Anyways, everywhere I look online says hotels, hotels, hotels. But I am honestly wondering, it's going to be 10 of us there and hotel rooms seem rather disjointed. I found an Airbnb in South Beach for 1600 a night, so it would end up after fees and whatnot, costing us all about 650 for the trip. We're not millionaires, more like 30K heirs, so it's doable. <laughs> Hotels would definitely clock in at a cheaper, at cheaper, and there are some other places to share beds that would be cheaper too. But is 650 too much? What would you prefer yourself, hotel or Airbnb? Thanks for taking the time to read this. My fiance and I both love your stuff. We'll see you at your stand-up. So what do you think, Tommy? You have any thoughts yeah. on this? I mean, I, I think you always go Airbnb with a bachelor party. I think it's so much more fun. I like I've been to ones where I went to one in Arizona where we got this like incredible Airbnb and it had like pool and a hot tub and it was like hard to even leave. <laughs> it was like that much yeah. fun. I, I just think there's more like a hotel will be, you know, cleaner and probably easier, but something about when you have all your guy friends, just being in an Airbnb is more fun to me. I'm so I'm with you. But everyone has to buy it. You have to sell them. Part of the yeah. bachelor party experience is selling the group or bachelorette, selling the group on the plan ahead of time. You cannot have side people coming out of the woodwork questioning you. It has to be a dictatorship. So what I would say to this person, the reason to do the Airbnb is because it becomes one of the events. You're actually, it's not 650 a night for the, it's not 650 all in for the hotel. It's 700 for food, hotel. We're going to do a barbecue one of the days. It has a pool. Our daytime activity will be at the pool. Now you're saving money on a dinner that you would have gone out for. Now mm -hmm. you're saving money on the drinks at the pool. Seven, if you raise it to $700 that includes booze at the house, food at the house, and you take care of the groceries, you have now eliminated a huge cost, and it's actually made cheaper for everyone on the trip rather than more expensive, and it gets you the time with the bros that everyone wants to have, and you have that fun time at the house. So yeah. it's about selling the sizzle. Yeah, it's also like you don't have to deal with other hotel guests. You have like, totally. <laughs> like, no one wants to see the bachelor party. You know, They're all kind of annoyed you're there. <laughs> you just get to be at a house, and you get to do whatever the fuck you want, and no one bothers you. Totally. I And I, I think I can't impress this enough because – with a bachelor party, you want tent pole events. You want events that also people can do their own thing. So now this gives you, we're doing a daytime pool party Saturday at the house on South Beach. We have all, all in house and booze and food for the weekend. You bump it up to 50 bucks each. You, that's a grocery store run. That's good. You're good right. to go. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Tommy McNamara, thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic. Dude, this was awesome. Thanks so much for having me. So much fun. Everyone go follow Tommy at Tommy McNam on Instagram. Go follow his podcast, Stand By Your Band, every Wednesday, September 14th, Zany's Comedy Club, Chicago. I know you guys are out there. You're going to love Tommy. I love him. He's great on stage. So funny. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the Luxury Lounge. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word. We'll be back next week. Boom.